This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of Celtic Rumors TV, the Boz and Bobbitt podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us on today's show. We have John United on from a former page, CelticMovements.co.uk. On today's show, we'll take a look at latest news around Celtic. We'll have a match reaction to today's game between Celtic and Dundee United. Uh, Rumours surrounding the signings from Japan and the pros and cons towards this. The Ange effect is now in effect and Celtic supporters have taken the Ange to the heart. And of course, we'll have a look through the live chat throughout the show. So if there's anything you guys want us to discuss, please let us know in the live chat. Firstly, off to Mark for a few shout-outs. And he'll talk about the food bank appeal. Right, thanks very much, Paul. Just just wait to see if Bob... I've just asked Bobby there if he can hear us all right. Wait to see if the sound's in that. Going to be okay before we start get started, buddy. Mm-hmm. How's the house going? Uh, Nearly there, nearly there, thank God. Well, not at the end of the week, I say, we finished. Yeah, that's the deadline, so uh, hopefully. Oh, but I don't know mm-hmm. if Bobby's here, I'll just go on with us then, but. Yeah, right, we'll yeah. just I'll do the usual shout outs to a few of the lads. Uh, Tim Alloy, a Glasgow Green, uh, Rick Cheney's family, and Ampsy Boy, that recently lost his mum. So, hope everybody. Everybody out there getting looked after as, as much as you can and getting on with their lives as best as possible. Uh, our food bank collection, this is in our fifth year, we've been collecting money for the Hamilton Food Bank at Christmas on our forum, and I've got over £7,000 in that day. This year we've already at £889. If you can afford to donate anything, the address to it is www.justgiving.com. Uh, forward slash crowdfunding slash Celtic Rumours 5 and the link to that's in the description box up below the video along with links to our platforms, the forum, our discord and things like that. Uh, we're also running a bonus ball competition to win a framed Billy McNeil picture and a Lubo DVD that John uh, who's come around went out and bought and he's already bought two tickets for the Hibs and Celtic game at Celtic Park, no the cup final. Excuse me, they'll be raffling off. So if you, but if you'd like a turn in the bonus football competition, it's a five and a number through PayPal, and it's at paypal.me forward slash pause and bovro. We are noting your number for a fiver. I also put a link to that in the description box below. So feel free to share them about people. We're just we're not really caring who wins it, just as long as the money comes in for the charity, really, isn't it, Paul? Mhm. That's 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 the result. And fair juice to John for 
for chipping in with, with the stuff Markfield just doing here. Nah, he's stepped up above and beyond there. He's a nice, nice lad, so he is. Uh, John, mm-hmm. that's us done as well. We're at 510 subs here on YouTube. Thanks, every, uh, thanks very much for everyone that tunes in every week. Guys like Bobby. Bobby's here in the live chat. I see Bobby on the internet. I see it every, every week. I'm on here, Paul, but he is. He's in every live chat I go into. Bobby pops up on it. He's all in great fair to him because he's probably other podcasts that are on the that he probably would be more into kind of things. So everybody that supports us, I will be everything. Thanks very much. It's really, really appreciate it. Uh, it's no secret our Celtic manager will be torn into the J League in the January transfer window. It's been heavily reported here in Scotland and Japan that Celtic was signed three players in the January transfer. Dijon Mida, Rio Hetty and uh, Yushi, <laughs> God, I'm going to pronounce this. Idagushi are all reported to be done deals and are, are very close to being done. Myself, Mark, and John will discuss this in more detail uh, t- towards, the, towards the show. Dundee United stand out player against Celtic back in the 1 1 draw at Celtic Park in the Cinder. Jane Du Fuchs represented us in talk with Celtic. Fuchs is out of contract at the end of the season. Celtic may look to bring him in in January or on a pre-contract deal to join at the end of the season. Celtic fans were up in arms on Twitter this week to express their frustration after the appearance of Scottish FA and head of referee uh, Crawford Allen after his appearance on Sports Scene to talk about the offside decision between Celtic and Hearts. Allen stated that the referee Bobby Madden got the decision wrong and that the goal should have been ruled offside. This is the first time that the head of the Scottish FA Refereeing Association, Allen, appeared on any, any, any talk show to speak about any refereeing decisions. Will we see this in the future and will he talk about decisions of Brother Beeston and Brother Welch during the Hunts games recently. I'll put this question to two lads later on in the short to just get their views uh, on, on this appearance by Crawford Ireland last week on BBC Sports Sound. Uh, that's all for the latest news. Well, Celtic, Mark, now we'll be John onto the show. Mark, just your on, on, on the appearance of um, uh, Crawford Allen appearing on on this BBC, it's a bit of a strange one that he's never did it before that we were screaming out for it for, for someone to come out and speak out against it. But the one time he does it, it was the one controversial decision that Celtic had, wasn't it? Well, I couldn't even tell you who Crawford Allen was. That's my, honestly, I couldn't even tell you he was in charge of, who was actually in charge of the referees. And was, I mean, that shows you the kind of public profile he's got. Yes, exactly. You there, John? You got. Oh, I'm here, buddy. Uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Oh, uh, thanks for having me. Thanks very much for the stuff that you've donated in for the food bank funding that, mate. Really, really appreciate that. Oh, any worries, mate. That'll help, mate. So, you're the one that organises and gets a valuable money to these people, so a credit to you, Mark. Uh, thanks, thanks. Uh, uh, just going back to Mark, what we were talking about the, the appearance uh, thing, like. like what should Celtic do now, Matt? Was this should should the board release a statement or 
what do we do about this? Because this is the first time, as you said, Mark, that, that we've been hard of Crawford, Alan. Mark, on the spot, I think I've got to, Paul. I think it's got to the point now that Lord, I've got to come out and say something. I know we was on the live chat earlier, uh, we Kevy, he was talking about that dossier that Celtic put together a couple of years back, and they're threatening to sue them and that, but it didn't do any good, did it, when we're actually back at this position? And mm-hmm. when we look at some of the games, we go back to the very first game of the season with the tackle on McGregor for the Hearts. Yes, Mitch, yeah. I mean, go back to that's the first game of the season, and all the dodgy decisions that's went on in other games. And I'm not just meaning in Rangers games, Paul. But Jonas on here talking Every about... Every game. Ah, that's yeah, we Jonas on as well. We were talking about Jonas as well. I, keep, I, keep, I, do, I keep trying to stipulate that, Paul. That we, it's not sure grapes. <coughs> we're not on here moaning because we lost a game. Or it, but we're just highlighting how poor the refereeing standards in Scotland is across the board. And it just... But that's, mm-hmm. but, but, I mean, this... Well, for Darlin, just... Never, I never trust anybody that's got two names like that. That's a weird kind of setup. It must be for the Highlands or something like that to be called that as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just for him to come out. It's only after this uh, the Kyogo goal the other night, and this guy's put his head above the parapet. I just I don't know what's going on. But Celtic really need to grow a pair of balls and come out and at least let the fans know that they're aware of this and they're trying to look into things. At least let the fans. Do you get what I mean? It's, again, mm-hmm. it's down to the lack of communication and stuff like that, but we're going to talk a wee bit more about the club later on, so I'm not going into that, but definitely 100% of the board need to come out with some kind of statement to to show the fans that they're aware of what's actually going on out there. Charities, it's, um, it's kind of, you, you kind of don't see us in anywhere else that the, the head of the referees association would come out and, like, Fair enough, he might make a statement on on, on media source or stuff like that, but to come out and live in air on, on a BBC Sports out and, and say this, it, it was kind of extraordinary, wasn't it? Ah, 100%, but it's, it's, we're used to it. It's been happening for a long, long time in this country, and say it's a divided country, and we kind of know it's in high places in Scottish football, they kind of bat for one side, it's been proven in the past, but Martin, that was saying there as well, the board, and he came out and start stalling up for us and start calling it out. Because when they sit in silence, nothing gets done about it. Because you see that mob, they come out and call stuff out, and then you see referees get banned, basically banned for games, but they don't get seen near their games for months after it. Uh, I, I was reading, uh, I think there during the week, they, they asked the heads of the referees in, in 11 top leagues across Europe between Madrid, England, Italy, all these top leagues, and they questioned 12 leagues and they asked them, is a referee allowed to support a team and referee their matches? 11 leagues said no. 12 leagues never responded. Uh, the 12th league never responded. Who was that 12th league, Mark? It was a Scottish league winter. I read that the other yeah. day. I mean, that's just, uh, it just shows you as well, Paul, the kind of shady kind of we coven into it. We spoke, I mean, the mm. people call it the Lanarkshire Referee Association and I don't know, not only like the Masons and things like that, but that's what they're acting like. That is the kind of, there's no <coughs> public yeah, scrutiny not even, nothing, a, not, 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 not even a reply back to them, like, you know what I mean, these people doing the research and things like, it wasn't even like, oh, we come back to it, there was just no reply back from, from the Scottish Referee. No, because they don't want the light, that light shone on it, Paul. We've, said, yeah. we've been on about 18 times about what they did in England, about what you're saying. 
there's any connections. You're not allowed to referee a team if it's like in a local even postcode taking stuff like that. Because well, I think mm-hmm. see as well as that, well I think maybe even a part of that's maybe down to like even the referee's safety. Yeah, well, if you're that's why if you're staying <laughs> in an area and maybe gear dodgy decision against that home team, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. who's gonna anything we know what it's like in Scotland, Paul, doing in England, there's a lot of head cases attached to clubs down there as well. Do you know imagine you give like a dodgy decision against some of the bigger clubs down in England the way their fans are and you're staying in that area, be your family in that. So I think a lot of it's part of just a safety issue as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we, we'll come back to all these issues uh, later on the show when we're, we're talking about other topics. Um, today is March 7th, uh, so Dundee United, Neil Celtic 3, Roger Tomblin scales scored on his leg debut for Celtic. 3-0 was a flattering scoreline uh, in my opinion today, Mark, as Celtic just controlled this game from start to finish. A brilliant performance, Paul. One of the best performances I've seen for Celtic in a long, long time. For the first whistle, they just controlled the game. Just the pace they played at, the high press was there. I just I thought it was a brilliant performance overall the day, Paul. Dundee United were lucky to get away with a 3 nothing defeat there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the stats were... Dundee United shots, they had six, the Celtics 26. They'd only had two in target, the Celtics 11. Possession mark, they only had 28%, the Celtics 72%. Passes, they had 307, Celtic had 743 passes. 88% completed, they are 64. Fouls, there was nine, the Celtics six. We had one yellow card each. Uh, John, I know you didn't see the match, but Mark, how was the national red card this game from Butchel Tackle? It was uh, a leg breaker if that was connected properly. Oh, it was a terrible tackle. Absolutely terrible. As you said, Paul, see if uh, Turnbull's foot had been set in the ground or that, it was, he was breaking his leg without a doubt. And it was actually, it's actually a good thing that we didn't have Jonas on us today, but he's with Ricky at the wedding, but I've seen Jonas on Twitter there and and you understand, Mark, that he's a liability, that if Mark comes in, they'll have to get rid of Butcher because of these tackles he does. You know, it, it, John, this tackle was nowhere near the ball, over the ball, straight high leg into the uh, Tomball's shin. Stud, if stud, it was connected. Stud, yeah. everything, John. You should try and catch it on Twitter or something. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it last 15 minutes of the first half and I watched it about the first 15, 20 minutes of the second half and I had to shoot back out again but I see what you're talking about it was, it was shocking because I snapped his leg I think we've had that a few times this season our players' legs have been snapped and I've done nothing I think I've done yellow cares the rest of the game but it's, it's clear to see and it's a massive season uh, in terms of champions, the Champions League and the money uh, so it's kind of uh, it's going it's to happen the rest of the season I think uh, just as I say earlier on board need to start calling things up uh, start mm-hmm. putting pressure on them to start getting all these decisions right because I can see why no players legs getting snaps in because it's a football we play as well it's just all fast high tempo uh, and teams are looking into kind of stuff play with tackles and stuff like that but uh, it needs to be called out but see because of that John maybe the refs are I don't know looking at it for a football he's a you know what I mean like Turnbull can do like that rocket three shimmies and that but, but because there be skillful players that can control the ball like that doesn't mean that they can just have a boot at them because uh, you're that, you uh, get what I mean. Just because Ronaldo, you're too, you're no good enough to take the ball off Ronaldo. You can't just run up and kick him. 
Mm-hmm. And their neighbor, their, mm-hmm. their neighbor, they're no even, nobody that watches football could turn around and say that's not a red card offence. Mm-hmm. Even a, a neutral fan would have to look at that and say, no, that's a red card every, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the good stuff, because... <laughs> there was plenty it, of it. It's, it's, it's all about good today. I, I must say, Mark, what a joy it was. And, and I think, looking back to when... When we, when we played Dundee night in September, Mark, and Jonas was on the show with us, Jonas was saying that Dundee played Celtic toe-to-toe. You know, they attacked us, they did a thing, but Celtic now getting in full swing with the Ange system and uh, the high press and stuff like that. We pegged them back. They, they, they just couldn't get, and they couldn't get any rhythm today, Dundee night, with, with this Celtic team. You know? No, that was sad. Total domination, Paul. Just mm-hmm. that's what it really was, just complete utter domination for the start. And even there isn't many the teams in Scotland with a cope to us playing like that today, Paul. I don't think good? so, Mark. Is it that yeah. good today, Mark? Aye. Oh, oh. the best, John. What I've seen, I had a lot of but I've seen playing quite well. Just this having seen all season, just that fast tempo, just getting the ball forward, just that attacking way, but. The way you're growing, the things I've seen as well, just it was outstanding. It just seems to be getting better and better every week. I mean, it's not That's right, it, we're, not, we're not comparing ourselves to, you know what I mean, breathtaking kind of football. It's kind of uh, fucking top of the world stuff. But, but, but see, if, where we've been for John, just building Aye. up, you know what I mean, we were that the day. It was just the complete performance. Even the defence was solid. The midfield, the three midfielders, McGregor, Turnbull and Rogic, just were... Thought amazing quality there on the show. Did you see McGregor Mark tracking back today when Dundee aye. Dundee Knights had a clear goal and he just clipped the ball and, and, and he passed uh, into logic. Aye, see, aye, a lot of people, see if that had went wrong, but Paul, you'd be like, clear your lines, clear your lines, but he didn't. He? But it was a very, very quick bump counter attack and that was us a way up mm-hmm. the other side of the park. No, you could see uh, just by that, Mark, the, the way Ange wants to play with his defensive midfielder. Just pick up the ball and pass it. I mean, not hoof it, not to, not to dwell on the ball, man. Just get rid of the ball, the clear. And you could see how spread the front three was that time. Like, you know, Roger got the ball, he was quick to pass the ball. You know what I mean? It was just all fast football today, all one touch. And for me, Roger today, Matt, was just unplayable. And you could see how much he'd missed him when he was injured. Look, he's like a new signing, Paul. A broad mm-hmm. he really is. just. I mean, I've gave him pelters over the years and that, but I'm, I'm holding my hands up. And what, what a player he's, doing, he's been for his this season well, so it's far. It's always like, it, uh, like I know we like, and, and John, you will probably be the same over the years. Like, every uh, every Celtic sport, I think, gave him pelters, Mark. But is that down to a manager who was unable to get the best out of Tom Roderick and <laughs> haven't played the way Tom Roderick wants? I think we all knew the ability you know, I think they all knew, mm-hmm. and I think that was what kind of maybe peed his off a wee bit more than normal with other players. We knew what he could do on his on his game. I mean, he's, but we used to go, we were going to be like his cup final goal and things like that. But it just, there was no consistency. He was in and out with injuries, and he just never really, he never really seemed to be applying himself during games. And maybe we spoke mm-hmm. about it, you said Paul had stayed behind it, no went to an Australian training camp or something, he stayed here in Scotland to work on his fitness and that. And then when Ange came in, as I said, he just 
he's like Ralston. See the kind of the improvement. The improvement in Rogic is as good as it's been in Ralston. The only difference mm-hmm. is that we knew that Rogic could had the ability to be a player if he just applied himself. <coughs> as you say, I mean, maybe a bit of trust off a manager, a wee, maybe him and Andrew get a wee bit of a special bond because they're Australian, I don't know. Because I thought Marky kind of had a, a free role today. Like, he was kind of in, in, in no step position. You know, like, his goal today, like, you know what I mean? Roger practically running nearly the length uh, the halfway line, Mark, from the sideline. And and the skill, like no one could get the ball off him. You know, he was so fast, Matt, they couldn't even take no. him down. I mean, he's a he's a big lad as well. So he's strong as well, Paul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, if you a lot mm-hmm. of the times if defenders are facing these this, people with the kind of skilly Rogic, they're like they're wee nippy wingers and people like that. But Rogic is the, the the muscle to carry himself through all these t- kind of not not these that would maybe knock we lighter guys off the ball. Mm-hmm. And John, I come to you because uh, you saw Tomble's goal and another great chip by by Cal McGregor to, to spot that run and just the dink over the keeper to, for the finish was it was it was just brilliant, wasn't it? Uh, it's a brilliant goal, just a ball here, just a wee, to, to wee dink, but it's a wee, he's that fun. He get himself run the keeper as well to get run and get it into the goal as well. We just it just it just came like ten a half to him, just the way he's in and uh, a cracking player Tomble. I think he just. He's one of the players that's just going to get better and better as well. Just his stats and his, uh, his assisting goals that are going to keep going up to. Just consistency yeah. with Turnbull as well, isn't it, John? That's what I've been saying. You can start to see that as well, man. It just, he, I think he's got everything. He just, he's, got that, he's just got that eye for a pass. He can hit the ball long range. He can hit a free kick. He's just got that wee bit of scurry about him. He just, uh, just a just all-round player for me. He's uh, one of our best signings the last few seasons as well. And I just think the boy's going to go to bigger things as well in the future. Uh, Oh, I'm so happy with how he is as well, he's going outstanding today. And, the, and of course, Mark, we saw uh, uh, Liam Scales come on for like the last 15, 20 minutes and uh, took his goal well, Mark. Would, I know he would, didn't have much to do defensively, but it, he, he does give a different attacking option to, to Taylor and stuff that he's going forward. That, like, that was, I was actually impressed with Scales' mm-hmm. that performance overall, Paul, for his own guy coming on making his debut. Took the goal well, but. He was always there and looking for the ball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a few times he went up and overlap and things like that as well, sir. I, I was listening to him and they asked him about his goal. And he said uh, he, he knew he had to be at the box. He said that's the way Ange wants to play. His wingers have to be up the, up the other side of, of the field. And when the ball was crossed, his first instinct was to shoot. Not to play the ball, not to stop the ball, was to shoot. And he knew if he kept the ball down, it, it was going to go on target. Like so, right, that's like that's instinct. Like you know, what I mean, that's you know, that's that's what we wanted our players, you know, to have instinct to take a shot when the shot's done. And like that, that was a well placed goal by Scales but there. Even, today, for to, even for me to come out and say, if like as I say, for his debut, this is what Angie's telling me. Today, this is what I, I, I need today to get in the team. It didn't. I'll tell you now. You were, you were a bit worried that maybe he wasn't going to have much of a future at Celtic, Paul. But his overall performance today, even without the goal, he's, a, he's got to be pushing himself. It's in my player notes that we're, if we're going to do him, but he's got to be pushing himself up Angie's petting order for a, a start, a starting slot. I think so, Mark, because... And he gives like, us I, a, a I lot know. of height as well, Paul. You put I know. 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you see. 6'4", yeah, 6'4". You know yeah, I mean? like, yeah. And that's what, yeah. something that we really are missing. 
Special, I know special at check pieces, base engine, and, base engine yeah, the base engine. Yeah, both park, Mark. And I know Taylor had a great game today, Mark, and I, 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 I gave him that. But, but going forward, like I wouldn't have think, would have thought if Taylor was in the pitch that Taylor would have been up there the way no, the game was today. No, 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 I wouldn't have been. That's that, <clears throat> it's just knowing Taylor's game. And obviously it's in Skillsy's game because he done it the day, mm-hmm. but it's, it's definitely known Taylor's game to be up sniffing about that kind of area for a goal. And as as um, as Mark said there, John, like considering how Celtic this Celtic team do lack in height, like scales gives us this different options as well, doesn't he? Oh, hundred percent. You need that uh, height, especially obviously set pieces that. Offensive, uh, like we're up in corners and also defending as well. We need that bit of height in our team, and it's something we definitely lack. But uh, I'm, I'm confident he's going to come good for us. Uh, the Nicky won the very first time as a sub. I kind of noticed something about him. He just kind of was looking to get involved in his passing. That was nice, and just looked a hungry player. And I'm hoping to see more of him as well. But I kind of looked a wee bit on the left side of the fence. So kind of a good few options on this team. Montgomery can get in there. You've got Taylor, obviously skills. Juranovic can get in there and it looks like we'll be signing that boy for the J-League as well in January it's a left back but I think he can play centre mid that as well that boy for the J-League so it's more options to the squad to with that uh, and come this January I just think we're going to be strengthening we're just going to blow the second part of the league away and I kind of see it stacking for a treble coming this year and, uh, the fireworks are about big time for me that's a bold, <laughs> a bold statement there John yeah. oh, I can feel it I'm telling you I, just, I can feel it and I've got my mates already been talking about it we're getting a wee firework display organised at a certain place so looking forward to it if we get it <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know <laughs> I said it Mark don't see where it is no one here anyway we'll get, we'll get our tickets sorted for, <laughs> off, off air uh-huh. I, 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 I've been saying as well Mark that since, since we started this pod Mark and since Ange came in like that once he has a click, it's it's not it's we're going to be unstoppable, Mark. And you can see the evidence of that today, Mark. You know that once everything clicks with Ange, you know. And my main concern now was that when we come to the second of January, that we don't sit back, Mark. You know what I mean? We attack Rangers. We play the way we play today. We, we tear them apart. Oh, you know? the, that performance today, Paul. I said earlier, they beat any team in Scotland playing like that today. And like. Like, there wasn't even a part of the game today where you felt that um, Hart was, was was in trouble. Well, I one, one safety make, didn't he, Paul? In the se- yeah. Saving the second time. And it was straight at him. Straight at him. But a, a wee dodgy moment with the ball at his feet again, didn't he? Wait, mm. Early <laughs> on in that. He needs to get that kind of... <clears throat> Out of his game, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, moving on to play relations, Mark, and I'll come to yourself... Uh, we just only have one player racing today because John didn't see most of the game. Uh, just wait to bring it up, Paul. There we go. Uh, first, Joe Hart, as I've just said, he didn't have much today except the save in the second half. Uh, so I gave him a six. Really, really, Paul. He was non existent, really, for the full game, wasn't he? Juranovic, mm-hmm. uh, I thought he had a great game today, really impressed and showed. Even though he's good at left back, he's even better at right back. Really thought Juranovic showed how good he actually is today. Carter Vickers, comfortable and stable performance uh, along with Starfield. Really didn't give United a sniff sniff at anything all day. Starfield, just like Carter Vickers, solid, comfortable display. 
and him and the two of them are a good partnership. They're starting to really gel and look kind of solid enough to get together for us. You could see, Mark, when when Vickers was out against the Hearts and uh, you could see when Starfield was out that the partnership isn't there yet between Welch and uh, and the two the, the other two defenders. Is no. not. They, they really have a bond looked together yeah, and they gel together. Difficult was going to get that, Paul, if you've got a partnership, mm-hmm. one of them gets out and what, you know what I mean? One gets out injured or picks up a wee banner of that because the partnership builds up our time. So the Welsh coming in is always going to kind of weaken it a bit. But the Welsh will get enough game time that it will be able to play with either either or, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gave Starfield a six as well. I mean, the six are kind of low score, but really, they just probably didn't need... Yeah, not to do no, that. No, no. I mean, for the majority of the game, Starfield and uh, Carter Vickers was like in the centre circle. But I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen it for the majority of the game, that's where he was playing. Uh, Taylor, I thought Taylor had a good, good enough game after being out for so long. Got him down, got him down the, the wing. Uh, and I was a bit worried about the Taylor-Johnson partnership ball on that side, but need no complaints really, so I gave him a six. Uh, McGregor, brilliant, just brilliant all round performance by captain today. And what a ball that was for Turnbull's goal. That was top, top class that pass. Mm-hmm. They dominated, McGregor was dominated the midfield and controlled, and just controlled the game. I gave McGregor my man of the match and gave him a nine. I thought McGregor was brilliant. Sat there pulling his strings, getting oh, yeah. it was everywhere. Kept as everything, well. taking Aye. the long, kept the passing going. It was like everything that needed to be done was kind of done to McGregor. Yeah, I gave him a nine. Turnbull, geez, I keep, we just said that again, I keep, he needs to find consistency, but when he does turn up, I mean, what a player he is today, definitely 100% won his better games and a really classy finish for him. And, well, he should have had a couple more. I mean, that, that's why I, if he could get a couple more, he'd have been like my man of the match for his own performance just because we're no used to it as such. Yeah, exactly. So I gave him an eight. Rogic, oh, control for opening goal was sublime in his overall performance. Again, top draw. I've tried that a few times. I'm not keen on Turnbull and Rogic on the same side, but with McGregor in there the other day, the three of them have just. I wrote it down. They've helped us to one of the best performances of the season so far. Gave him an eight. Forrest was just played well. Then just James Forrest they picked up. I never actually seen what happened to him. He got a knock or anything. I just I think it was Matt when he kind of miss kicked a shot and goal. Did he did he tweak something in in his leg or maybe that a, a hamstr- Yeah, that's when he kind of started that's kind of holding the leg. Then uh, around that time. Well, I just I gave him a five four. Uh, Kyogo ran himself into the ground again, chased every ball, never gave the Dundee United, United, the Dundee United defenders a minute's piece all day. Just seems to but we need to try and get him back in the goal trail right enough, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've given him a seven. Uh, Mikey Johnson, he's a he's a current Whitten boy whenever his name is mentioned, but the day I thought he put in a good performance, uh, a ton of effort today, Paul, he, he never stopped. Players like that and Players like Ralston, Roderick, they've transformed their Celtic careers under big answer. Who's to say that Johnson can he do the same? If he can avoid injuries, that's going to be kind of his main problem. But avoid injuries and do a wee bit of gym work, who knows? Do you know what I mean? Just kind of play after the guy for a while to see, how, see if he gets a run in the team to see how he's, how he's actually going to progress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, gave, I gave Mikey Johnson a seven. A badder. 
he'd come on for Forrest and I thought he's been a lot that's been off the boil as well a bit as well lately but I thought he'd a decent performance he was always looking for a ball and he was always trying to push it on forward Give him a, could have got one or two goals as well aye aye a maybe, you know? maybe sharper if he's a wee bit maybe much sharper he could have got a couple yeah. give him a mm-hmm. five beat on come on to tight in the midfield and see the game out and when he plays as a central defensive midfielder Paul B it's just he does does exactly what it says in the tin, didn't he? I mean, mm. just as long as Angie forgets us playing with centre back, I've not got any problem with Beaton being a, playing in that role for us. None at all. Give him a sec. Uh, so. uh, John, just what, going to what Mark is saying there about, uh, about Kyogo, that he just never stops. He's key to the Celtic press, isn't he? The Kyogo, and when he's not there, the we saw when he was injured and stuff like that. When he, yes, he was playing there. We saw when the Gia Marcus was playing there. The, the press kind of isn't the same without him. Oh, 100%. You see, even, he's even chasing the ball down in, in 90 minutes. Uh, that's your first line of defence up, up there. And you just, you're pressing straight away. Also, he's key in the press to the keeper. For the keeper to force the keeper to kick it out so their team can't get organised and stuff. Just kind of keep the flow of the game going. You know, fast tempo. Yeah, you can kind of see at the back as well with Joe Hart with the ball boys if you're in right away and you just get the body onto the park that's where obviously where Andrew wanted to play but I, I Kyogo's key to your team and when he's not on the team it's kind of takes a, takes a lot out of our team yeah, he's a boat that kind of holds it together I've said that before John what do you think about Kyogo play like your number 10? I think that would be a brilliant role for him Mark because he's just going to let him run ragged stay up there just do you want run ragged just pulling the defenders everywhere uh, you think of the, spa- think of the space he would make in that for a good striker, do you know what I mean? Just to, but uh, the defensive boot is just easy, he'd be pulling the defenders out of the shot. Uh, I wouldn't give him a minute's piece, but that's definitely a good shout. Can uh, I put Jackie Marcus up front and can I put him behind him? And as you say, just can I let him rip all the defenders everywhere and just don't give him a second. Uh, but it's definitely a good shout, Martin. It's something I should look at, I think. Because when Jackie Marcus comes back, he's going to need game time. and also, you can't just that's great spot for Kyogo because we and you can't putting Kyogo at left kind of then don't get your best out of him out there. So it'd be kind of something to look at. Just put Jack and Marcus up there and put Kyogo behind him and just kind of let him run ragged up there and just kind of terrorise him. I definitely don't fancy Kyogo in the left either. It's never, never kind of worked for him. Nah, you've no. seen it against. I've seen it against them, man. It was just, just didn't offer nothing. Even Ange came out yourself and said that after it didn't, he should have played Kyogo through the middle in that game. Uh, I just kept Edward on the bench that game, put Kyogo through the middle and kind of funded a goal of it, brought Edward on kind of later on in the game, but it's just, as it is, it's gone now, isn't it? Uh, but you can see now, you can see the benefits now of the team and where we're going, we're in the right direction and I just think we're going to get stronger as this season goes on and if we get it right in January, I think, I think we'll take the league and as I say, I'm going to put a, take the treble, I think. I think we'll do a treble. I take uh, my... Sorry, John, go Oh, she's going to go, mate. I think, Mark, what you, like, what you said there, that Ange came out and said that, that Kyogo didn't, didn't walk out on the left, that he actually came out and said it, that he got it wrong. You know, I, I know I, I, ever since then, we kind of haven't seen kind of Kyogo out on the left either. So, I mean, see if you watch that Rangers defence, that Connor Goldson and that, that's, mm-hmm. oh, that's, he's a complete daddy, that lad, so he is. Mm-hmm. And 
You seen it in that game, Mark? He wants to move them into the middle. You've seen the two, see, seen the two chances he created by cutting into the space. I know. And one, I think one of them, he just took a shot, but he's cut it, he's passed it, and obviously whoever passed it, fluffed it. And then the second time again, he's just, uh, uh, I think he's just passed it that time, and he's took the shot. He kind of mixed the two. Aye, up, that's right. Aye. Yeah, you see what he created when he get put through the middle, the space that he created. And, oh, I just think he'll give him a nightmare once we play him in January, but get him through the middle. <laughs> it's just that, like, compared to, 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 to last season, like, you can see uh, the commitment from the players, like, from, from Cal McGregor tracking back uh, the, the fitness levels, uh, the continuity between the players, you know, it just seems to be. Like night and day from that from, every, from last season, though, don't they? Everybody just seems to be everybody seems to be like pulling together, Paul. I mean, like, mm-hmm. even see, even when they're struggling, they're still you can see they're still maybe a team kind of spirit about them. And there maybe mm-hmm. was last year under Lennon. There was just there was something. I'm not getting over it all again, but there's something rotten in that dressing room last season, and it showed with mm-hmm. the performances and the attitude that. No, even just the players that wanted to leave. No, I mean, maybe other players he's been doing. The cross everyone, man, weren't there? The cross everywhere. I mean, it was a lot. I mean, they were under, they were under immense pressure for the ten, and the board gambled. But no, as I say, we're not getting back in. It's the board, the board that was that messed it up. But the what was going on is obviously rubbed off onto the players, and things weren't going their way, and they just didn't, they just didn't. It was they clicking for them. So I bet you see, Paul's totally night and day. Compared to the now, even improvement, for, mm-hmm. even maybe some of our earlier games in the season and that. You no, know I mean, I mean, like the Livingston game and that. That wouldn't hurt for me. That wouldn't hurt my game, Paul. No, I don't think so. Uh, moving on uh, from today's uh, games, so Celtic will be turning to Japan, and they will be looking to sign three players in January: in Mida, Leader Hayes, and Idaguchi. Uh, we found the gem in Kyogre and with Andrew's expertise in the G, G in, in the J League. Is this a good move by Celtic? Um, Mark actually sent me an, in, an interesting text last week, uh, uh, this week, sorry, uh, about signing so many J League players, Mark. You, you, you kind of had some concerns about Mark with, with, with the text. Uh, do you want to talk us through it? I was just, uh, just, we seem to be just, Looking at the J League now, Paul. Mm-hmm. They, there's a, they're meant to be seeing another, another three guys for there in January. We'll get Kyogo there. What happens if Angie's in here next year? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
we've got four, <laughs> we've got four Japanese players. <laughs> Plus, so is there no a cup that they'll need to get away from that, Paul? The, the, the Asian the, Cup, Asian yeah. Cup, things like that. I just don't know. Eh, I don't, is this, well, I don't know if you're about to talk about it now, Paul. But I'm, again, to me, it's, it's actually down to the problems that behind the scenes are still the exact same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I honestly don't think that we should be relying on Angie's knowledge. Consistently, constantly, constantly, not consistently on transfers. We're still, I mean, we've got a CEO that's only acting. We don't know what's happening with that. So while he's been the CEO, who's doing Michael Nicholson's old job? Mm-hmm. Things like that. We've not got, a, we've not got a head of recruitment. We've no, they talk a head of recruitment. They talk a director of football. Poor dudes, we brought that sports science guy in. But what's Where's the other long... See, to me, Paul, we're still looking at things short-term. There's still no long, mm-hmm. long-term plan. You should be planning for beyond Ange. Do you get, I mean, I, I use his contacts and use his knowledge, but there should still be things going on behind the scenes for what happens when Ange leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you also have to think of, John, international football. If these, like, if we do sign these three lads, that's four players we have from from the J League, and if they did get caught up to uh, the Japanese international team, like that's a long travel for four players in the Celtic team to come back then, maybe late Thursday night, Friday morning, maybe have a game on Saturday or Sunday. They're going to be a bit legged. Throw Rogic into that mix as well. Yeah, exactly. That's five players. Yeah, fight the same league, Mark. They play the same cup, the the Asian Cup and stuff like that. You know? Uh, 100%. I've seen somebody put up in the forum as well. So we all go as well, let's say they become official part of the squad, they kind of settle the way Kogo is and become that important line and it's just kind of you're taking the full spine of your team out on it and they're all coming back tired, it, it can lose you points, uh, but if the boys are good enough, I am up for signing them, but if you kind of start filling your squad up too much of them, it can affect you somewhere down the line, it's like obviously things you've pointed out there, but uh, just hoping they come obviously, they settle in the way Kogo is and going to perform the way he has, but as I can say, it can be a concern, Paul. Like, Mark, I was thinking, like, when you said with that text, like, I was expecting one, at least, from the J-League, and that was me, because we've been heavily linked with him now for, for a long time. That's the one that really, was, really excites me, Paul. I'd love like, to see yeah, him. Yeah, I'd love to see him, and what I learned from him in, in his deal is it's going to be a loan in January. Not going to be a permanent deal. It's going to be a loan with an option to buy, and it's going to look at nearly about nine hundred thousand to one million for for Mida. It's not going to be a four point five million deal or anything like that. It's going to be a really cheap deal for Celtic to, to sign. And this fella, I presume everyone saw clips of me you know, at this stage. Like is is brilliant, but I, I see what you're saying in. In signing too many people from from Asia, like you, and Elizabeth concerned Mark, because you're relying too much on uh, the ex- expertise of Ange, who has the J League, and we've we've seen it over the past, and we've seen it. In, I've seen it down south. Uh, this lad played with Leeds, and it didn't work for him in Leeds. Uh, what's his name? The, Idogushi, it, it, it did work for him in Leeds, Mark, and he, he lost his place in the Japan League. Like So he's been here already. He's done that, but 
you know, the, he was quite young. The, the, the was, he was, quite, was, was he not quite young then, Paul? Yeah, yeah, he was quite young. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, yeah. it's a big, a massive, and that's a massive culture shock coming from Japan. Leeds, have you ever been to Leeds? No, no, it's, no, it, no, exactly. It's not exactly like a capital of culture or anything like that, Paul. It's like, a, it's a, oh, it's a housing. Do you know what I mean? It's an industrial kind of town. It's just. I think maybe at that age it was just a bit of maybe a cult. I'm hoping it was maybe just a bit of a culture shock for him to leave Japan, come to England in a place like Leeds. Wouldn't they like to send anybody down to Leeds, to be honest? I'm afraid if Leeds was a constant shock, I can imagine what Glasgow would be talking <laughs> 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 I bet Leeds, Glasgow's got some nice parts in that, Paul. You know what I mean? Uh, I know, I really miss Leeds, Leeds isn't it? Leeds, Leeds isn't it? There's nothing nice about Leeds. You know, uh, Mark, another player who we, we've been strongly linked to as well, uh, of course he played today and uh, we spoke about him there and the, the Celtic news is Fuchs. Uh, Jonas speaks highly about him many times he's on the podcast, Mark. Uh, you've been impressed him a few times there, but he kind of wasn't in the game today because of the way Celtic played, but would you be interested in signing Fuchs, Mark? Oh, definitely, Paul. I mean, he's out of contract in the summer. Mm-hmm. Now, it's either we can give him for pennies in, in January or get him in a pre-contract to come in the summer, but I'd take Fuchs and bother. He's, a, he's proven that he can play in Scotland at that level. He proved that he played... A, a, he was man of the match against us, to be honest, Paul. Went to that game we were talking about earlier. Well, that, well my only concern there, Mark, with that, right, he's saying, all right, is we're linked with these three lads in Japan, all right? Two of them can play the CDM role, all right? in Ijibushi and Heisi. They can play, Heisi's mostly left back, but he can play centre mid, right? So that's going to be the two lads. You're going to have Bisa, you're going to have McCarthy. But see when you're saying that, Paul, how often do, do these guys play in their positions? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? It's like saying to us, well, we, I think it's like us like saying, anyway. Aye, you know? aye, it's like us saying, oh, Beaton, but we can we don't need to buy a centre back because Beaton can play in there. Just because players can pl- have played in there in the past, it's no. Yeah, I mean on that transfer market site, it tells you players can play in all these numerous positions. But see if you actually look at it, it's maybe they've only played two games or something like that in these mm-hmm. positions. So they'll be signed for their first position, and obviously if injuries are an emergency. Like I've said, we use Beaton as a backup if a centre back is off injured or something like that, but. The Haiti boy, you'll be signed as a left back. I don't think they'll even consider anything else for him, Paul. And that'd be nearly. nearly we'll have. Seven left backs. Seven left backs, well, right? Well, ball and goalie still there in that as well. Yeah. I, 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 we, thought, well, we thought maybe Greg Taylor would get trimmed out, but he's just signed a new contract too. So, and obviously rates Greg Taylor. Especially to bring him back in, Mark, after today, after a long injury, and Montgomery kind of hasn't put a step along since he's kind of come in and, and covered there. You know, he hasn't put a step along either, but you can see that that Ange G something in terror that, that, that we don't see. Yeah, but,
well, there we were maybe struggling a bit for the left back today with Alston and things like that. So maybe Ange just thought, well, I can depend on him. He's not going to make mistakes that's going to cost us anything. He's maybe not as good in the attacking sense that I'm used to, but I can rely on him to defend. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that position, Mark, uh, we've seen Ivanovic in his natural position to uh, right back. What what would you do now, Mark, if when Madison's back first? Oh, it's a tough one, Paul. It really is. But as we said as well, Paul, that was the only the way Ralston was playing. That was the only way that Yoranovic. So the way he was going to lose uh, his position. The only way he was going to get his chance at right back was Ralston either getting a ban or getting injured or whatever. But I was really, really impressed with Yoranovic today. No, he, mm-hmm. I, I mean every game, Paul. He just he, he seems to have, he seems to play as if he'd been playing for, <coughs> for years. It, yeah, it just seems uh, to, Joe. Yeah. Oh, on you go. Uh, and I was just going to put the same question to John. You know, John read how impressed we've been with Valentin today and, and, and Yanovanovic in his natural position. And, and Mark said there he was, he was just tweeted again today and in his natural what, what would you do? Just come for it. It's still got a product here. You're fair. It's his time it's out looked done. But he just came in, just proved everybody wrong. And he's been one of our better players this season. And uh, the performance he's been put in has been... Well, my, when he's my, still standing, but... It's, Hi, Mark. No, on you go, John. I thought you were finished. Uh, Sorry. Well, his performance was outstanding, but I've been up there. And, uh, he's, he's got a lot of assists uh, season. He's got a lot of goals as well. And, uh, just be a shame he can't just phase him out because he, uh, he's kind of got an injury. And obviously, Iranovic's in there now. But it's a tough call. Obviously, Angie's got the experience now, and I think I trust him to manage it right. Uh, so it's a long season, and obviously the way we play that players are going to pick up injuries and they're going to get tired and bit of fatigue. So I've been. I don't know, it's, t- it's tough, it's tough, but I wouldn't just ball him out like Gunner. He's definitely the type of place on the squad. Maybe, maybe the shoes and other foot now, and it's down to Juranovic to keep the place so that mm-hmm. you, you get what I mean. But it's a, it's a good choice to have. It's a, it's a good but that's it, Mark. Like you, you, you look at it considering we, it, it was an area that, that we've struggled since Lusting was in his prime, and, and since Lusting has nearly gone, we kind of didn't really have. A proper right back for at least two seasons, I say, and France not to have this option. It's only a good thing that we have these options, Mark, in the backup that there's two players fighting for every position. Oh, in the left that, back, we've seven players fighting for that position. But that's the ideal scenario, isn't it, Paul? That's mm-hmm. just like the squad, the balance, King thing, the balance of your squad. You want players that are capable of pushing each other. You know, I mean, Juranovic knows that, well, Ralston's injured, but he knows that. If Ralston's fit and he's a bad game or, get, or gets sent off or does something, do you get what I mean? Ralston's back in. So Rajanovic mm-hmm. needs to play at the top of his game. But Ralston will be snapping yep. at his heels, do you get what I mean? But I, mean, I don't know how Tony Ralston feels about it. Maybe Ralston didn't get back in the team on a, like a long roll or that. Maybe the odd game. Maybe he only plays another 10 games for his over the course of what's coming this season. 10 games, 12 games. Would Ralston be happy with the season that he's had? I would think he would. Ah, have, I Mark, think yeah. he would. You know, it's it, it just it's just a big blow to him, like considering I, he was uh, the standout player, Mark, for us this uh, season. It's a shame, it's a shame like, for him, you know, the way he's been playing in that, and then to get injured. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. Mm-hmm. I don't even how bad is, how, I was Jenny. just going to say that. Has anybody actually heard what the injury set up is there now? I think uh, and didn't come out and say it, but he said uh, Radisson's injury seems to rust at the loss. You know, so that's uh, that's not a good sign, is it? No. You know? 
Yeah. See, as well, I'd like to see Ralston maybe playing a game at centre-back. He's the See, just the way we kind of play the game, with our centre-backs pushing forward, and I would, I wouldn't chance it in a big game, but I feel like in a, maybe a cup game against a smaller team, I would like to see what Ralston could do playing at centre-back. Same there instead of Beeson, Mark. Aye, even yeah. that, aye, even that, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody put uh, a Yogo in there rather than beat on? Jesus <laughs> Christ, I don't know. Um, John, let's go back to Fuchs. Uh, we've seen a lot of him uh, in the Scottish League. Would he be a player that would interest you? Ah, definitely. He's kind of, he's got that bit of steel to him, he? He's got the solidness and he's kind of, he's got a dig in midfield that I think they're kind of missing somebody like that. I know it's got that physical presence that's going to get in putting the hard tackles and kind of run a wee midfield battle for you. And, Ah, as a player, I wouldn't mind seeing it say, like I said, like I put an offer and sign him. I wouldn't mind seeing him at Celtic. Uh, the Dundee United keep as well Seagrass. I see he's out of the contract as well this summer, so that's probably worth a wee look at as well. I don't know why he's going to come to Celtic to sit on the bench. No, thanks so much, no. Would you? Just... If it's only, it's only it's be coming it's... for money then, really, isn't it? Nah, I could, do, I could look at it and I'd be like, Joe Harp, do you think Joe Harp will be 35 next season? Uh, I think Seagrass is mid-twenties, isn't it? Can I... Come in here a big club for the bigger wages and just kind of work my way into the team. Maybe, maybe like, kind of, I'm going to be one of our games in the next two seasons. I'm happy with that and can I take the number one spot off Joe Hart somewhere down the line? But uh, I think if he's, in a, I think if he's yeah. in a free transfer with a better, he'll get better offers and be number two at Celtic. You get what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. I know what you mean, mate. A lot of clubs will be looking at him now because he's been outstanding. It's a, he saves it, pulls after immense. And, and Tommy, uh, I think I, we saw how good he was today, actually, didn't we? Aye, aye, but even when Jonas is on, he says he's doing that week in and week out for them. Mm. You know, uh, I think, Mark, that's the, just going back to the match, like that, but the big concern today is that the, the chances we missed, you know, it, you know, we could have been five, six, maybe seven yeah, today, and it was like, I know Seagulls pulled off big saves, but there were chances that should have been pushed away as well today. Turnbull one, I don't know what even he never even tried to kick the ball. He just kind of tried to let the ball hit off him and thought it was going again. That was a bit of a strange one. But I thought again, Paul, we see, we see it quite regular. Keeper see we pull out these performances against us. Then they seem to how many times on the live chats have he says, "Oh, I know another one of these." When keepers, teams are hammering, but their keepers keep them in it with these wonder saves. But mm-hmm. I mean. To go to Tanadice and win three nothing, I don't really think you can dwell too much on chances we missed. No, no, I just saying like the the scoreline's kind of flat. I mean, like the scoreline did flatter Dundee United. It really did because you see, because we're not even talking about like these half chances. I mean, the one with Turnbull was a sitter for me. That was a sitter. No, I mean, just if I had been like five, six, seven, and I don't think anybody would have been surprised with the way we were playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, uh, with the Angevet full and swing and Celtic fans have been taken to our hands to the hearts, uh, Mark again uh, spoke to me about something recently that if if Ange didn't, can it, was it Mark, didn't win the league, uh, would they still have this still affection for Ange at the end of the season? What do you think, Joe? What do you think, John? If we don't win the league this year, how's it going to sit with the fans? 
Uh, with Splitland to you, it's all a different thing, but from what I'm seeing, off of my, I think there's a lot, a lot of great things to come, Roman. Oh, I totally agree. It, it, it depends. I, I mean, it depends what, how you kind of lose. I know one minute you're talking about getting a firework party for a treble, and then I'm asking about if he's sacked out until one week. But I mean, uh, there is that possibility. That, I mean, we're flying in a wee roller coaster, everybody's happy with a great performance today. We know that things are just going to get better and better, but. What if the worst is we don't actually win the league? I'd, I'd stick them. It's just, it's, look at the mess. He came, into, he came into a mess and I think we had like seven players there to put in the park, seven first team players. Aye. And, uh, just the way he's built it up. And if you've got a team playing football at that within like four or five months, you can, and they're in a mess. The mess they were in four or five months ago, you've got something special about you. Uh, you can, if they take them right to the last day, and it's going to prove it as well. But if uh, we don't we don't win the league. I'll be disappointed, but I would definitely stick with my hundred percent. I wouldn't turn on them around. Uh, but just there'll be a lot of fans. There'll be a lot of fans that would, but I'll stick with with you. You know, I love all this guys that plan things and look at. You know what I mean? Like why well, I want it Ronnie to do things and things like that. You know what I mean? So I would definitely Aye. stick with him. But there will be a lot of fans that will. That's just one. If you don't win the league, that's it's a be and be all and end all for them, isn't it? Uh, people need to look at the bigger picture bit to where we were not talking about in the summer people had already wrote, wrote, wrote the league off before the league started because we were in that bad a situation four, four five months down the line and everybody's all talking about winning the league now because we're playing that well uh, so I think it'd be crazy to sack them uh, just ripping all that up again and starting again uh, I'll just keep sorry I'll oh, definitely stick them definitely I think he's going to bring great things to the club and I the next year in Europe as well, I think we'll have a really good go in Europe as well when he gets everything all in place. Like his full team and his full thing just implemented all together. Uh, but that could be crazy to sack him, I think, if we never won the league. Mark Ange came out recently and he said it'll be at least 12 months till he fully has the squad playing to where he wants us to play that we're not uh, at the level he wants us. Yes, like so. If if you look at Andrew's history, it seems to be the second season when his teams click properly, you know. And go, go what you're saying there, like if if we didn't get it, 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 it there, there will be fans on his back, Mark, and, and that's decision to the board. Like this, this will they stick with Andrew? With the thing, is this a long long term plan with Andrew that we're building here? Uh, the way the board is the, with 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 the minute Mark. Uh, we don't know what the board's vision is at the moment, do we? No, we don't. And that's what I was saying earlier on, Paul. We're still, although we're, we're vastly, vastly improved on the park, we're winning games, we're playing well, the fans are buying into it, there's still that, we're still no moved on anywhere behind the scenes. Everything's just stagnated behind the scenes. I mean, McIver's, we still don't know why Dominic McKay left. I mean, no. And it was sort of, it was kind of played off that it was personal reasons. Then it was there was some bitching in the press from one side to the other. But we st- I mean, obviously we don't, we'll never find out the actual ins and outs. But at least tell us like the main reason. Was it because that his ideas didn't fit with what the board were wanting? Which to me is into the board because the guy the only way the guys went for one interview and get the Celtic CEO job. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. He'll have been headhunted and all. Went through all these fancy recruitment things and all that. He worked with Peter Lowe for six months, and they couldn't. They couldn't fight. They took them. Do you get what I mean? It took them to September to find out that he wasn't up to the job. I don't know, Mark. Like looking back at that, yeah, the Dominic McKay situation. 
Diddy, Diddy Waffle Feathers in there between the likes of Banker, Wilton, Dean Fellas, oh, and, and Diddy, when he was talking about change, change within the board, change within the system inside Celtic Park, while these fellas fell for up their jobs that a new, fa- uh, new fella was coming with different ideas and he wanted to fresh things up and but why did it Maybe. take? That's what I mean, Paul. Yeah. This has all been discussed before we even get appointed to the appointed. Yeah, that's just you know like what I mean. That, but could he? Could the likes of Bankier and and Wilson then and I, I'm even going to show Peter Lawrence there, go back to Dear Dear McDesmond and say, well, look, this this fellow here is not right. Like, do you know what I mean? You know. Well, see if I was there with Desmond, I don't know if there was the rumours as well that him, him and Mackay did they go on. Again, why did it take so long for that to get found out as well? Mm-hmm. But if I was there with Desmond, I would be asking questions of why, why we wasted all that time, money, to bring a guy in and now he's away. And now we've got this acting CEO that nobody sees to, get, to be the invisible man, do you get what I mean? We've not heard a peep for him. No, no, even mm. whether he is going to take the job full time or whatever's going on, we've need uh, he did recruitment, scouting systems are joke a bit as well. Need director of football or anything like that. But see, we're just back to what we've been doing, Paul, and putting all our eggs in the one basket again. That's it, it and it's it's not peace and order this time. It's it's everything is falling to Ange, and I'm a great believer, Mark, that the manager should be coaching. The team, not scouts and players. Oh, the players get recommended to him, Mark. He gets the final say. He has to look along through this data oh, that we, uh, that we provide on and stuff like that, you know? The, point, the manager's got to have an input in it. We've not seen anything about that because we've seen before how that can mess things up as well. Mm-hmm. On, but only on certain players. It shouldn't be up to you, whether we're signing like a 17-year-old boy to get into the youth set-up. That's no shouldn't mm-hmm. be on, like, on Angie's head. You get what I mean? No. Anne shouldn't be picking picking targets in that. Just say, Paul, Anne should be there in the training field, coaching the players, teaching them to play the way he wants them to play. Mm-hmm. Instead of maybe sitting there going through scouting videos and stuff like that. I think as well, John, uh, we come January like we're linked to these four players now uh, in the January transfer window and we're linked heavily with them because I've sent Mark... Uh, I think yesterday it was in Japanese, we didn't have a clue what they were saying, but it was a Japanese sports site. And the local, if you look up, it's one of the main news agencies over in Japan that they're linking us to these players that they're saying they're practically done. No. Japanese boy I put on the Discord on the forum the other week, Paul, the act for yeah. he even he commented, I wouldn't have took this serious, but when the main kind of uh, news agency in Japan's reporting it, there yeah. might be something in it. It was all going to start to move. But mind we looked into it, Paul, how they didn't do anything out of respect to the league had finished and all that kind of thing. Wasn't I it? think so, um, Mark. I think, uh, I think maybe there was contact made. Because I, I remember, Mark, I I made... Karen's uh, uh, was on the, the thing, as I said, it was about two months ago. That I said, look, we're, we're linked with Nida. You know, and we're going to be heavily linked with And I, I said, Mark, we're going, Celtic are going to sign him. You know, and it's looking that way, but... I'll need to go back and, we'll need to go back and check that one. When did you see that one? Oh, when yeah. did you see that? I'll get my notes. I'll get my notes. I'll get my notes. I go, you know I have all the notes, Mark. He's <laughs> get, tra- yeah. get transcripts of every podcast I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that's in case we become famous. I'll send them. That's when you do a boy saying, Bolt. Yeah. 
But we see how much the ball with the backhand in January transfer. Like we're linked with these players. I said in when when McCoy left out, he was talking to Nixon. They have their January plans in place. They know their targets. So now the pressure's on the board to get these targets that Ange wants. You know, and that's the only, that's the only way I can see Ange uh, failing at Celtic Mark is the fallout between the Celtic board and I'll have to get his targets. Well, to be honest, Paul, I don't think it will be down to money. I mean, there's no really. You're not got. You're not talking big, big transfer fees in, in Japan, really. No, I mean, look. Like, I mean, you said you said that other that guy was only going to cost. What was it? Nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred thousand to one million. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that's a bargain. But do you think that really in this day and age of football, what did they pay for Kyogo? Two point five, I think. Two million, I think. Two point five, I think. Was this? I mean, that's nothing really either, isn't it? So, you come down to. I don't. I don't know what. I mean, the J League has obviously got money in it. It's well supported, and that. I don't know what the wages are like over there. But I don't think it'll be down to the board's penny pinching that Celtic would miss on like a kind of a kind of player for the kind of regions. Mm-hmm. They'll even look at that as well, Paul. Maybe they're looking at that as a stepping stone down to the pub league. Well, I think so. so I, I mean, think that. their agents will know exactly the kind. Their agents will know exactly the kind of way Celtic work. Bring in players, bump, get them better, and sell them for a profit. And look how many players we've done it with. Don't the English league says the players maybe one eye on that it gives them a maybe to catch the eye an English team. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Kyogo? I think Kyogo summer. No, I don't think so. I think Kyogo will stay be there for as long as Angie's here, John. Think so. I think so. Aye. It's loyalty, Mark. It's a different. He's the exact type of person, Mark. Don't they? It's culture. Aye, it's just a different mindset the Japanese folk have got, Paul. Well, I mean, they're loyal to people, and if they're settled, I mean, I don't, money's not their master. I mean, about article I sent you, Paul, about the way they work, their work and things like that. It's, everything's like today we work and just been helping help, like helping people. It's just, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, just the way the culture is. I've got a totally different mindset. I don't think Kyogo's the type of player that would see tunt with money or that. Uh, a type of player, Matt, that would upset the dressing room. Uh, like we saw with Edward, we saw with no. Christy over the no, years. I think even if he wanted to go, I don't think he would do anything like that. No, I mean, you see, no. even opposition players getting in, get, getting a bit of a knock in that, he's only making sure they're all right and things like that. That's because he's doing some Asian healing. We must have the Aggie thing with the warm hands in there. Just the way out, love, loving the hands, picking uh, up the glass I mean, and the fish. That shows you what kind of, play, what kind of person he is as well. You know what I mean? He's just making sure that they're all right and things like that. Never, I hope not, he doesn't. I've never seen anything like that in Scotland before my life. I know you're going to say, I imagine he does that against Rangers. Yeah, I hope he doesn't do that against Rangers and pick up the glass in there because he'll have the drones with him. Oh, we don't have enough money to pay for that. <laughs> Big patch in the Ibrox pitch, you know. But Matt, the upcoming uh, derby, it, it, it's it's coming, it's going, it's coming fast. Like you know, this year has just flew by for for everyone. That is it, a, is it a must win game, Matt? Do you think for Ange to show how, ah, I think how, so. how much we've come? Ah, I think so. I'm pretty confident here anyway, Paul. Mm-hmm. Think a wee bit of Jones. Whether John's drinking or smoking, I've got a wee bit of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quite confident it will be. But at home as well, 
No, I mean, that's always a big plus, sir. I've, I've said it in the past few derby games, Paul. Celtic turn up and play will win. I'm more confident, and I've been for a while, that Celtic will turn up this time and win. Would you agree with that, John? Ah, 100%. It's a must win for me. It needs to be in terms of confidence. And we've we'll beat them in a few games, and it's just send a, a couple of blow to them. They got a victory against them. And hopefully, we, when we get to that game, they maybe look to be a point or two. And I think it'll just be massive if we beat them, and we can go tap the league again as well. And, uh, just for Ange as well, can I need to get the win. And just it's for the fans, they need to get one for the fans because we've not won against them in a good few games. And, uh, it just kind of sends the morale a wee bit if we want to pick a one up against them. Uh, a draw is a draw's not too thingy, is it? But you want to win. It's a win we want, and a win's a must, I think. Which one? Where have they got, uh, Paul? Do you know for, between the cup final and the derby again? Who have they got between like, your Christmas? I think they've got a wee bit of hard run, and we've, you know, I think they've got hearts next week. Win that cup final, just keep the road. I mean, that'll get a right good factor going into Christmas and that for us and carry so, that into the Derby game. We have Batiste, Thursday, right? Uh, we've Motherwell, Sunday the 12th. We've Ross County on Wednesday the 15th. Then we've the League Cup on 19th. St. Mirren on the 22nd. St. Johnston on the 26th. Hibs again on the 29th. Like there's tough games in the Mark but there's games there that we should be winning. Well, I don't you know, know, it's a game really just a dead rubber anyway, but there's no there's no games on there that I mean for years I can remember Celtic used to get sent up to Patodri practically every boxing day, man. It was a pure nightmare. But there's no really games on there that you'd say, Oh, that's a potential banana skin, really, would you? I mean even the Hibs mm-hmm. game it's a Celtic Park. If it was Easter Road you'd say, Oh, it's another tough you know way to Easter Road, but it's Celtic Celtic Park, I'm confident Celtic beating anybody in Scotland now, Paul. Especially when it's going to be a full house. You know, like we know that there's going to be no away fans in the stadium, so it's going to be a full... The, the pressure's going to be... Um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst uh, is going to be for his first... But they need to get, that, first, they need to get that sorted out as well, Paul. It's just... It's messy, Mark, yeah. It's childish, totally... After this one, hopefully, that was just done it to each other so they can get back to acting a bit adult-like it. Because everybody hate, we hate we hate them, we hate, they hate us, but it takes away a lot for the atmosphere of the game, I think. Ah, you need that mm-hmm. there. The stadiums are electric ones for playing each other. It's kind of the, the good amount of away fans, obviously, and our home fans. It's just, you just feel the atmosphere, it's buzzing. But it definitely needs sorted, as you say, is not. For host. Who, who draws the bottom line here, Mark? Like, you know, well, that's what I'm saying, Paul. That's the team locked us out, and now we've locked them out. So we've done it to each other once. Just give me know the next time when we're going to Ibrooks, just agree, right, that we'll get back to the status quo the way things were. It has to be Raymond, the ones that cut it. Aye, aye. It's going to Ibrooks. It's going to Ibrooks if we the next one after the New Year one. So it's up to them, then. To, as I say, I, it's, I grew up. I mean, how it's really so petty. Even when they mm-hmm. cut the Broomland, the Broomland allocation, the stick is in a corner and that. That was just because we were humping them and they couldn't bear to watch his partying in there. That's what it was, wasn't it? That's it was just really That's what it was. That's see, what if it was. It's, see if Rangers don't step into it. It's time that the SFA or the SPFL stepped into it and said, right, that's you, you've done it, you've done it to each other once. For the next game, we're going back to away fans being allowed in. 
Mm-hmm. So if you're right, if someone needs to step in from from the scholarship or, or anyone like that, saying that this has to end, like don't this, it has to end, like it's Stephen Sky, not just what Stephen Sky, Sky should save all You're trying to promote and and this petness as well. Aye. Banning, um, fucking, sutting so, and uh, banning and, and, and stuff like uh, that, you know? Just, I mean, nobody else, honestly, Paul, no other team in the world would get away with nonsense like that. No, no, it's real, it's real, it's, it's a real mess at the moment. But see, like that, UEFA should be stepping into that. UEFA should be stepping yeah. in and saying, if you can't guarantee, <coughs> you can't guarantee your safety to one of your employees, well, we'll just, we'll get, Claude Dawes? Aye, aye, he's a ban for Europe until you can guarantee that our, our, our employees and that are going to be safe coming into your stadium. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, of course, the, the, there's another match on, on Thursday night, Mark and Dan said he's going to use some fringe players because uh, it's, 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 it's a dead rub again, really, aye. against Real Batiste. But I still hope we win. I think we've got a chance. Do you like Colin? It'd be the right call, Mark, to rest uh, And who would you rest, Mark, in, in this game? Oh. It's a hard Can start. the Mark need a rest? I'd, I'd start scales. Then you have McCarthy and Beast on there. I'd start scales. I'd start scales mm-hmm. for a start at left back. Eh, I don't know. Because you're not wanting to make that many changes that we're just not going to be near the... Together. I mean, nowhere near the, the races. We still want to win it and fans that go there to enjoy the game kind of thing. Eh, well, Forrest, is Forrest going to be fit? Even if he's, if he's, all, if he's, we knock the days all right, I'd probably still go with a badder, just to keep, make sure Forrest's going to be fit in the long run. Eh, Steve, I even said, took a yoga out and put eh, Jacko on Paul, but he's not, do you get what I mean? We're kind of stumped with our options now as well, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, even with that, obviously, you're saying about Kyogo behind the striker, can I? The betters came by a perfect chance to kind of try that out, see, put a jetty up, kind of stick Kyogo behind him, just kind of see how that works. Ah, you think that's a good idea? I'd, I'd even play a jetty in it as well, see if anybody fancies signing him in January. <laughs> Hopefully he gets a wee goal or two on it, put him in the window. Tell Kyogo, get him a couple of goals and you've got a wee bonus in your side pack <laughs> at the end of the month, try and make him look good. Well, team are going to find it very hard, Mark, to, to offload the Yessi, the likes of the Yessi, Barangoli, I think... We're going to find it hard to offload it. I don't think we'll find it hard. We'll just come down to money, Paul. How much money mm-hmm. we're willing to take is a, take a hat on. You know, we're definitely not going to get five million that we paid for yesterday. No, definitely no. We should claim Peter Lowe for that money back. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was one of the that was strangest transfers that, that I ever saw. Like, you know, and, and that was down to Lenny, because it was Lenny that, that met him. You know, oh, he was conceding his at the time. And, you know... I was crazy, no, they, uh, especially when we were trying to get him in loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, do do you rest Callum McGregor and maybe post McCarthy or, or Beeson in the centre and give McGregor or maybe rest Tombin or, or, or Roger, considering Roger's only back from injury, Mark and stuff like that? I don't think he'll rest Rogic, Paul. I think, I think Rogic is kind of Angie's go-to man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, as I say, we're limited with our options, Paul. I'd like to... Did you look at the bench today, Mark? The bench is still a bit weak. I'd have liked to have seen... I'd have liked to have been sitting here talking about, oh, well, we could put Luke O'Connell in. Do you know what I mean? Liam Shaw, players like that, but... That's not going mm-hmm. to be happening either, but that's the kind of games I'm... The players I'd be looking at, like younger players trying to make a breakthrough, play them, and 
a European game to see how they handle up here. And 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 we can see then see then what we can do, you know. But, you know? I mean, well, we know Ange. I I was actually surprised, Paul, when you said that he'd said that about playing some French players and that because it doesn't seem to be kind of styled into it. No, it seems to be getting out there. To, Consistent aye, with the team line of aye, but getting out there and trying to win every every game. Every, to go, no, I mean you've heard seen his interviews. We never stop and things like that. So, but that to me that's a sign of what we. What I expect for a good manager. Why risk players in a game? I the fans there to watch it that. But I get John saying we need to look at the bigger picture. But the squad's just so bare. And then with injuries, the three injuries the other night and things like that. Paul, it's just I don't know who he could. I honestly, Bain. Would you put Bain in? Jeez, would you drop her then? Take all hard for rest markers. You know, does a goalkeeper really need a rest mark? No, but yeah. maybe it's nice to give them a wee rest sometimes. I don't, I don't know how go. Do you get what I mean? Some players maybe just mm. like it. Do you get a kid? You have a night, a night in the house with the wings, kind of thing. Mhm. I would think so, Mark. Maybe like that's what he's looking at. Like, you no, know, give, give her a bit of a break and deny it off or something like that. Uh, you know? I mean, touch wood. But what if he gets injured against Real Betis? Well, ah, I see. Which you play, yeah. which you play hard in a game like that for them to get things like yeah, that. And, and that's and that's what people will say. Aye. Mark, isn't it? Why why we playing these players in in a dead rubber game? What about you, John? Would you rest hard? Don't know. It's a tough one. Uh, what we're saying there. Maybe get injured. That uh, maybe doing. Maybe he just wants to play as well because he feels he's playing well and he just kind of wants to keep that momentum going. Me still, but uh, it's not like a disaster. He plays him a rest a minute. It's a dead rubber game, but. One change I would definitely make James McCarthy put him in for uh, McGregor definitely 100% uh, give McGregor a rest um, can I get McCarthy for the game time because he, he played well his last game he's, he's going to get the boss in so get McCarthy in there I'll get him in it's these legs because we're going to be needing every play we've got in it so that's one change, change I'd make mm-hmm. uh, Lads if you've had to get uh, that's it for tonight John you've had to get tired no that's it's good mate all good here Mark, yourself? No, I'm good, Paul. Uh, that's it for tonight, uh, lads. Uh, of course, it was an early podcast today. Uh, we'll be back to a normal routine uh, as, as soon as we can. Uh, thanks to John for joining us tonight, and uh, Mark will close the show. Thanks. Thanks very much again, Paul. And John, thanks for coming on and everything you're doing for the food bank collection, mate. As I said, it's really, really appreciate it. Thanks to everybody that tuned in. Terns, Bobby, Brian, thanks for listening in, guys. Uh, remember hit the like button hit the subscribe button and if you know how please leave a comment hail hail and god bless this episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel